This show is supported by State Farm. You have insurance for your home, your health, and your car. Why don't you have insurance for your small business? So many small business owners think they don't need or don't even know about small business insurance. Protecting a source of revenue is one thing, but so is protecting all of your hard work and your team members. State Farm agents are all small business owners too, so they know how to help small business owners choose personalized policies that fit their budgets. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. If your roof starts to leak or your floors really squeak, you live in a money pit. Money pit. If your basement needs a pump or your place looks like a dump, you live in a money pit. Money pit. Pick up the telephone, fix up your home sweet home. I call an eight 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 money pit. The money pit is presented by Home Advisor, Pavestone, Sense, Ryobi, and Bonide. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Well, with all the rain we've had this spring, even sidewalks can get slippery, but not if you treat those sidewalks with a simple coating. We're going to have tips on a concrete treatment that protects you and loved ones from falls in just a bit. Plus, have you ever had the urge to downsize? We'll be joined by Sherry Kunas, the author of eight books on living big in a smaller space with advice on how you can do it right. And if you plan to get away for a break this summer, we've got tips on how to make sure your home is protected from both burglars and breakdowns while you're away. Plus, if we told you there was one simple improvement that cost less than 300 bucks and could help cut your electricity bill and make your house safer and more sustainable all at the same time, would you be all in? We bet you would. And that improvement is the Sense Home Energy Monitor. It tells you where the electricity you get billed for every month is going and is literally the single best way to reduce your electric bill. You have to see the video at GetSense.com. Check this video out at GetSense.com. Plus, we're also giving one away right now to one listener. That Sense Home Energy Monitor is worth 299 bucks. If you want to win it, you got to be in it. Pick up the phone and give us a call right now with your home improvement question at one eight 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 Money Pit. Arlene in Rhode Island's on the line and wants to stay cool this summer with some air conditioning. How can we help you with the project? I live in an 1,850-square-foot ranch that's 38 years old, and we installed the central air before the walls were sealed. Um, the access to the handler, which is in the attic, is 21 inches by 21 inches square. And they always told us if it ever broke, it would be a difficult problem to replace the handler in the attic. But lo and behold, last week, the the air conditioning went on for about an hour, and then it stopped. I called my service contract people. They came. They said they went up into the attic, and they said the handler is dripping grease. It's old. It's, it has a sand belt, which is no longer used, right. and it's time to get rid of my air conditioning system okay. and get a new one or replace. Well, they could fix it for $800, but it might not be good forever. Right. Okay. So I've been, I've been interviewing companies. They told me to do that. I'm a little bit agitated on it now, and I know that I want a five-ton handler in the attic and a 13-sphere compressor on the outside. 
My compressor is only 10 years old, but I think it wouldn't be compatible. How big is your house? 1,850 square feet. Uh, Five tons is a lot of air conditioning uh, for that size house. Usually you would use three to four zone, three to four tons. If you oversize the air conditioning, what's going to happen is it's going to cycle on or off very quickly. You could actually overdo it, and it'll be really inefficient. But okay, I'm guessing that your question is, how do you get the air handler back up in the attic? Well, everyone said they can make a new opening and put a new vent in, and it'll give it more circulation, and it's a good thing to do. The last person I interviewed said he can get it up a five-ton up into the attic because the one he's going to supply and the manna comes in two pieces. Okay. He said, and that will be better because if it ever needs a repair, you just click open the two pieces. I never heard of a two-piece five times, and I'm wondering what your opinion is because he gave me the best price. It was $3,000 cheaper than everyone else. Yeah, well, it's hard to tell because a lot of these guys bid you and not the project, but Amanda is a good brand. Yes. So I have no issues. I have no issues with that. I would just do some research on the contractor. But by the way... You know, um, making a bigger opening is not that big of a deal. It, it might seem like a big of a deal, but it's really a pretty simple carpentry project. It's just an additional project that you probably didn't want to face. Is there any storage space up there if you were to make it bigger? Could you take advantage of that? A crawl space, Adam. Total crawl space, yeah. Yeah, I mean, listen, a carpenter that knows what he's doing can open, can double the size of that hole in, in about an hour. It's really not hard. Listen, you know, I just before you make the commitment to the five ton, I'm just telling you, for an 1,800 square foot house, that's that's over. It's probably overkill, and I don't want you to get in a situation where this. You know what it means when I say cycling. You know what that means? It means the air conditioning comes on and it goes off. It comes on again, goes off, goes on, off, on, mm-hmm. off. So what will happen is it will never run long enough to dehumidify your house, and as a result, you'll feel cold and clammy. Oh. It's really not good. So you want to put the right size unit in, okay? You want to put the right size unit in. And, and generally, it's about 600 square feet per ton. So that's only three tons for your house. So I'm thinking three to four. Not, I'm thinking five might be too big, okay? Okay. Thank you so much. All right. Good luck. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Pit, and, and, and well done doing all the research on this. All right, we're going to talk decks and how to keep them beautiful with John in North Carolina. What can we do for you? Well, we decided to take unused space and turn it into a deck, so we spent about four months. We toyed with treks and pressure-treated and settled on cedar, and it looked absolutely gorgeous. We put a, a Cabot SPF stain on it, and uh, that was we finished last September. Uh, this spring, we look out the window, and it's like kind of, whitish it's not the honey color it's like a western cedar is what we have but uh so i got with cabot and you know they were very surprised i guess they're gonna work something out with us but is there something either a stain or a uh i'm thinking like a polyurethane or something that's specific for cedar it seems to be an unusual kind of wood it's not that unusual i mean basically what you want to do is you're going to want to prime it first and then you're going to cover it with a solid color stain. If you use a semi-transparent stain, you'll you may see more of the grain. You'll still see it through solid color, but you don't have as much um, as as much pigment in it, so it doesn't last quite as long. But if the side if the deck is is uh, primed first, and w- when I prime cedar, I use an oil based primer, and then on top of that. 
um, I'll use a solid color stain. It can last a really, really long time. Well, the only thing is we didn't want to do the solid, solid color because the cedar looks so beautiful. Yeah, I get that. But the thing is, you're not going to preserve that natural color. Eventually, it's going to fade to gray. You may want, not want to do it now, but you will do it eventually. <laughs> It's going to happen with you or without you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we all go gray, I guess. Exactly. (laughs) All right. Well, I appreciate it very much. All right, John. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. You are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online at moneypit.com. Give us a call at 888-MONEY-PIT, presented by Home Advisor. You can find top-rated home service pros and book appointments online all for free. And just ahead, did you know that more than half of all trips and falls happen at home? We're going to tell you how to update your sidewalks and driveways to make those surfaces slip-resistant in today's pro project, presented by HomeAdvisor.com, next. Did you know that Americans take 20,000 breaths a day and spend an average of 90% of their time indoors? That's right. And according to the EPA, the level of indoor air pollutants can be two to five times higher than outdoor air and occasionally more than a 100 times higher. Plus, every spring we get socked with allergens, too. Well, Air Doctor is an air purifier that filters out dangerous contaminants like pollen, pet dander, dust mites and mold. Their Ultra HEPA filter has been independently tested to remove 99.99% of tested allergens, including bacteria and viruses. That's impressive. Now, Air Doctor also comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. And they're offering a special discount to Money Pit listeners. Just head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT, and you'll receive up to $300 off air purifiers. Exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock this special offer in right now by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-Pro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT. That's AirDoctorPro.com, promo code MONEYPIT. That is presented by HomeAdvisor.com. You'll never have to worry about overpaying for a job. Just use their true cost guide to see what others paid for similar projects. Then get matched to top-rated pros, read reviews, get quotes, and book appointments. All for free at HomeAdvisor.com. Making good homes better. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Give us a call at 888-MONEY-PIT. We'd love to help you with what you are working on. 888 Money Pit is presented by Home Advisor. You can find out what it costs to do your home project before you hire a pro and instantly book one of Home Advisor's top rated pros for free. That number again is 1 888 Money Pit. Plus, if you do give us a call at 888 Money Pit, you may just win today's prize. We're giving away the Sense Home Energy Monitor worth 299 bucks. If you've ever wondered where all the electricity in your home is going, this product will give you that answer. You know, we've all got a few energy guzzlers that we're not even aware of, and Sense is the single best way that we've found to help you save energy and know what's going on with your house. Check out the video demo at GetSense.com. That's GetSense.com. Once it's installed, the Sense app tells you what's on, what's off, and how much energy you're using in real time. Plus, you can even avoid problems by identifying unusual activity in your home before it becomes an issue, like maybe, uh, I don't know, a sump pump that's running more than it should be. What could that mean? My house is flooding. Sense is available for $299, but we're giving one away on today's show. 
Check it out at GetSense.com. And to win your Sense Home Energy Monitor, give us a call right now at one eight 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 Money Pit with your home improvement question. Judy in Iowa is on the line with an electrical question. Tell us about what's going on at your place. My electricity gives me wonder. It's so far so good. And our house is old. It was built in the late 1920s. And we love it there. It's a big old farmhouse. But it's got knob and tube uh, wiring in it. And the electrician said that was there that I'm not sure he's a full-fledged electrician, but he said that it was okay and he said, just don't mess with it, and it'll be all right. But I just get nervous. In the summer, when we have the air conditioner on, every once in a while, the lights seem to go dimmer when the air turns on. So I'm just wondering if we should stick with what we have, or is that a danger? Do I need to switch, or do we need to change it over to something else, or what? So knob and tube wiring is uh, the very first centrally wired type of house wiring that was available and it's called knob and tube because there are ceramic knobs, like little, they look like almost like drawer poles, and they're attached to the side of the structure. So that might be, for example, the rafters or the ceiling joists. And then the wires are stretched from knob to knob to knob. And where it goes through a joist, there's a ceramic tube that's inserted in it, and that's why it's called knob and tube. Now, knob and tube wiring, the biggest issue with it is it's not grounded, nor is it groundable. So it's unsafe from a user perspective. But even more important, you know, that wiring was done like in the 1930s, and it's pretty much falling apart today. Very often you'll see the rubber insulation just break and fall off and crumble. And in addition to that, the reason that the wires are strung off the beam is because they have to be air-cooled. And so guess what happens when you put insulation over that? It's no longer air-cooled, so it gets even hotter. So I think that knob and tube wiring is unsafe and should be disabled no matter what else is going on with your air conditioning. Now, as to the air conditioning issue, that may or may not have something to do with the knob and tube. Whenever you turn on an appliance with a big compressor, it happens often with refrigerators or air conditioners. If the circuit that you're on there happens to be you know, somewhat close to the lighting circuit, that's the place you usually see it. That kind of thing happens all the time. But unless you have lights on, you don't physically notice it. But you know, okay. it's not uncommon, for example, in a kitchen to see the lights dim once in a while in an older house whenever the refrigerator kicks on because nowadays we put those all in separate circuits. But when they share a circuit, well, then you're often going to see that kind of effect. So my advice okay. would be to replace the knob and tube wiring. Now, you can simply disable it and leave it in place. You don't take it out, but you want to replace it um as much as you possibly can. I'd love to see it replaced throughout the entire house. I know that sometimes that's difficult. But it's certainly worth it, and it would be a lot safer if you did. Okay. Well, I appreciate that. I was always wondering, and my husband says I think it's fine, and I'm a little nervous. I think your instincts are are correct here, and I think you should uh, you should take it out. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at eight 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 Money Pit. Well, a lot of us are multitaskers out there. So imagine this picture, which I'm sure happens to a lot of people on a daily basis. You're walking into your house, you're carrying the kids' backpacks, or you've got groceries in your arms, and then bam, 
you fall down with the kids, the backpacks, the eggs, the milk, all the things all over the sidewalk, and it hurts, and you are not happy. Guys, concrete surfaces can get slippery, and I'm not just talking about during the winter. They often get covered with a thin layer of moss or algae in the spring and summer, and that makes them very slippery. I mean, almost all year round. Well, we've got tips on how to update your sidewalks and driveways to make those surfaces slip resistant in today's Pro Project presented by HomeAdvisor.com. Now, if you want to cut the chances of tumbling on your own turf, you can have a pro apply a treatment designed to prevent falls on those concrete surfaces. It's called a textured acrylic concrete coating. It not only will provide a non-slip finish to those concrete surfaces, it gives it a new look finish to that old dull concrete as well. So it's got two benefits here, guys. Yeah, and the textured acrylic concrete coating is actually a heavy-duty resin. So it adheres perfectly to any concrete surface. It can stick to steps or sidewalks or patios or driveways. And if your home has a handicap ramp, this is a really good way to improve the safety of that surface as well. And that's today's pro project presented by HomeAdvisor.com. With HomeAdvisor, you can get matched with top-rated home service pros in your area, compare prices, read verified reviews, and book appointments online all for free. No matter the type of job, Home Advisor makes it fast and easy to hire the best local pros. Stephen Kansas is on the line and has a question about siding. What is going on at your money pit? Well, it's time to repaint my money pit. Been nine okay. years, and the windows um, are old. Um, I've replaced them, but they got wood uh, frame on the outside and brick mold, and they're like an annual event, and I'm tired of that. So. Okay. My wife and I have narrowed it down to the hardy board siding. Okay. Um, and we're getting conflicting reports from friends and people that have it. Some like it, some don't. Okay. Um, I like it because I'm out in western Kansas and we like hail out here and, and storms. So I said I would go to a neutral party and you two are the party. Okay. <laughs> well, welcome to our neutral party. So uh, I think Hardy Plank's an excellent product. I actually have Hardy Plank, um, I think it's called Hardy Shingle, on my garage building. And I did that because I wanted to match cedar shingles that were on my house. And when you look at the two buildings side by side, uh, you know, the house is painted or it has a stain, I should say, the solid color stain. The shingles are painted, but... You know, from the street, they pretty much look the same. You really can't tell the difference. That said, there are a lot of other composite materials that are out there now that bring new elements to the table. For example, we were recently working with the guys at Tando Building Products. That's a new brand of shingle that is a composite shingle, much like Hardy Plank, but they got the coloration down. So if you want that natural siding look, that natural cedar look, you know, they had one called Beach House Shake. They did different colors. I was at a trade show with these guys, and I watched experienced remodelers go up to the wall with this stuff and, like, touch it and, like, scratch it because they, they couldn't believe that it was a composite. It wasn't real wood. It just looks that good. So if you want a product that looks like a shingle, that takes a stain like a shingle but doesn't wear like shingles, you know, you could use something like the Tando products. If you want a shingle that maybe you're just going to paint and is really durable and stands up to the hail, like we've discussed, um, I think the hardy shingle is fine as well. Our biggest thing is we've had some people say that they've had some fading issues with it. And I've looked at the houses, and I haven't seen it from the beginning, so you, I really can't be a judge of it. But 
Um, I've had people say they've had it for 13, 14 years and have no issues with it. i got some that are 10 years and they don't like it. Well, I mean, the stain fade warranties are definitely something to, to consider. I, I think the Tanda warranty was like 20 years or something like that. But check it out and, uh, you know, compare and contrast. But you, when you see the synthetic product today uh, that looks just like the real thing, it's, it's pretty amazing what they can do now. And it's not that long ago when this technology didn't exist, but it's just absolutely beautiful. And it really looks like traditional wood siding. Or they have products that look like stone, too. And it does look a lot like the real thing. And, you know, I never used to be able to say that. And I remember years ago, I, I was on a planning board, and I had architects come up and try to tell me they were going to put vinyl siding in the historic area of our town because it looked like wood. I'm like, yeah, nonetheless, you've got, like, the worst vision in the world. But this new products, it really does look like wood, and it's made of synthetic composite materials. Yeah, we've had to get out of the car a couple of times driving around and go up to the house just to, to check see what it was. Really right? couldn't yeah. tell. Yeah. If it was a composite wood or a compo- or the, the hardy plank, and um, I've got a neighbor behind me that he's got the, uh, one of the wood composites, and um, I like it, but we just kind of you know settled into the concrete mode, I guess. So, well, I don't think you can make a bad choice, Steve. You're asking the right questions. Okay, good luck with that project, and thanks again for calling us at eight 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 Money Pit. Hey, would you like to live in a home that's well-built, uses less energy, and needs less maintenance? Well, author Sherry Kunis says prefabricated homes are the way to go. In fact, she calls them prefabulous, and she's joining us next. This show is supported by State Farm. Insurance is a part of any solid financial plan. Making sure you have the important things in life covered is one of the best ways to give yourself a little breathing room when things go awry. It's important to protect not only your business, but yourself as a business owner and all current and future team members. State Farm agents know what it takes to run and protect a small business because State Farm agents are all small business owners and they live and work in your community. So they're deeply attuned to what's happening with other small businesses in your market. If you have a small business and are interested in making sure you're protected, reach out to your local State Farm agent to learn more about what you need. They'll help you find the right policy at the right price for your business. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. The Money Pit is presented by Rumblestone. Create a paper patio or walkway, garden retaining wall, grill enclosure, fire pit, or even an outdoor kitchen with Rumblestone from Pavestone. For project ideas and how-to videos, visit pavestone.com. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Well, if you'd like to live in a home that's well-built, uses less energy, and needs less maintenance, our next guest says prefabricated homes are really the way to go. Sherry Coons is a widely respected author who helps readers understand that getting the house of their dreams can be done in an ecologically responsible way. Welcome, Sherry. Thank you for having me. So, Sherry, before we get started, Leslie mentioned that you're an accomplished author. You're very accomplished. You've written eight books on home design, and the last five of which are a series called Prefabulous. That's a great word. What does that mean to you and to your readers? I've really tried to use the word prefabulous to show that prefabrication of houses is better and more exciting and really fabulous, and um, to really show the benefits of 
prefabrication and also along the way with all of my books to show how building a more energy efficient and sustainable house is a total advantage. You know, I got my start in uh, building and remodeling, working for a builder that did prefabricated homes many, many years ago before anyone ever heard of them. And I was always impressed by the quality of the construction because when a home is fabricated off-site, you have total control over the environment. You have the buying power of getting better quality lumber, and you can do a more accurate job of putting that together, and that all helps with the energy efficiency and the quality. Well, that's true. And also, when people are building on site, there's water dripping into their house, and it's making the uh, wood damp, which later can twist and turn. And um, so... Being in a protected environment is a definite advantage, but also you don't waste time. Um, people in a factory can work 12 months a year, and they're not restricted by the weather or you know any kind of outside conditions. So it's really a plus-plus for anybody if they want to build a prefabricated house. I myself would never build a house anymore on site. Now, do you think having a prefab home helps as far as energy usage goes or even the maintenance of that home? What do you think the differences in that building process lends to that sort of in the time that you own the home and in the time that you're working on it? Well, when a house is being built in a factory, particularly a modular, they're building it from the inside out as opposed to on-site where they build a house from the outside in. And they do that for obvious reasons so that they can close off the house and make it dry as quickly as possible. But when they're building from the inside out, they can do the inside walls and then they can put much more insulation into the walls and around all the outlets, etc. And so um, the insulation is better. Also, you're working with people that are working in a factory 12 months a year, and they're very, very experienced professionals, and they know exactly what they're doing. And a lot of these factories, they're using the best materials and closing off the house much tighter than it would be on site. We're talking to Sherry Kuhn. She's an author and journalist and author of actually eight books. Her latest book called Downsize, Living Large in a Small House, is coming out in November. Sherry, let's talk about the, the topic of downsizing. It's become actually pretty important now because of the growing baby boomer population. A lot of young people want to use their resources to travel and and do sporting events rather than maintain a large house. It's become very trendy to uh, to live in a very small space. It used to be that we wanted bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, and then we filled it with more stuff, and it was sort of an endless cycle. But today, living small is cool. It really is, and it's not only for the baby boomers, but even the young people. Um, Baby boomers find that they want to live smaller and they want to spend more time doing the things they like to do rather than maintaining their houses and paying for all the energy that it costs to heat a large house. I have profiled several people in my new book that are young people, and they just want to live a smaller life. They want to be able to do other things and travel, and they don't want to spend all their time maintaining a house, and they don't want to spend all their money heating and cooling it. So I found quite a few younger people that want to do this as well. And you could even see this on the TV shows, all the tiny house movement. And that's not what I write about because those houses are less practical than the houses I'm writing about. But all of the houses in this upcoming book are 2,000 square feet or less, and they're all very sustainable and efficient and 
they're very practical for any point in your life. Who knew that my 1,400-square-foot home was so trendy? (laughs) (laughs) You're a trendsetter. I've been. I didn't know. And, you know, Leslie, you've always said that even though it's a small house, it doesn't have to feel small. No, absolutely not. I mean, there's so many ways that you can cleverly use your space and decorate and use color and use materials to make the space feel bigger. And you you wouldn't even notice that you're living in such a small space. And that's actually what I did in this new book. I've profiled 33 houses that are under 2,000 square feet, but they all feel bigger. And every one of the people that I interviewed for this book that own these houses said that they were so comfortable and they never felt like they were living in a small house. Sherry Cohns, author of Downsize Living Large in a Small House, coming out next November. Thank you so much, Sherry, for stopping by The Money Pit. If you'd like to learn more and follow Sherry and her work, you can visit her website at sherrycoons.com. That's S-H-E-R-I-K-O-O-N-E-S.com. You can also search for Sherry on Forbes.com. Thanks again, Sherry. Thank you. Hey, are you counting down the days until vacation? You know what? An intruder might be also. We're going to have tips for keeping your house secure from burglars and breakdowns when The Money Pit continues. Everyone should know that drinking water is important to staying hydrated and healthy. Having safe, clean water is the last thing you want to worry about, but unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants right in its tap water. That's why we are thrilled to be working with AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing. It removes 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and is specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. And they have water purifiers to fit every type of home, from installation-free countertop purifiers to higher-capacity under-sink options. They even have a Wi-Fi-connected purifier and mineral boost options. And its proprietary purification technology is independently tested by IATMO to NSF and ANSI standards to remove over 80 of the most harmful contaminants, including chlorine, fluoride, arsenic, PFAs known as forever chemicals, nitrate, and many more. I can truly taste the difference when I compare it with my old water filter. AquaTrue saves you money also. Just one set of filters from their classic purifier makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water. That's less than three cents a bottle. Plus, you'll save the environment from tons of plastic waste. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift. And today, Money Pit listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to aquatrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter code MONEYPIT at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to aquatrue.com and use promo code M-O-N-E-Y-P-I-T. Money Pit. The Money Pit is presented by Bona. Protect your landscape gardens and home from over 130 different insects. Get Bonite 8 insecticide for up to 8 weeks of insect control. Bonite products are family made in America and available at a retailer near you or visit bonite.com. Making good homes better. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. The number here is 188 Money Pit presented by homeadvisor.com. You'll never have to worry about overpaying for a job. 
Just use their true cost guide to see what others paid for a similar project. Then get matched with top-rated pros, read reviews, get quotes, and book appointments. All for free at HomeAdvisor.com. You know, Tom, I actually really had a great experience with HomeAdvisor recently. I know I've been talking about wanting to do my backyard and doing some work, and this huge tree was just... I mean, I love the tree. It was so tall and provided so much shade and, you know, blocked us from the high school. I really liked it, but it started to... All that noise from all those darn kids. <laughs> you know, and I just hated seeing the school on the parking lot. Right. Yeah, <laughs> so it, yeah. it really was a helper, but it started in the most recent years to lean very much towards the house. And then the branches were getting so big, it was getting entwined in the power lines. And it was starting to make me more nervous then enjoying the benefits of it. You know, I looked online at homeadvisor.com. I started to look up tree services. I read reviews. I narrowed it down to a couple of companies, two that I felt had really outstanding reviews and were very focused on the same type of service that I needed. I reached out to them online. Within moments, I was receiving calls from both of these vendors. I spoke to them the next day. They each came out and did an estimate. I got bids from both of them and they were, I kid you not, exactly the same. So I felt very confident in that I was getting a fair price. Right. I ended up just going with the the one that my gut felt, you know, I kind of liked better considering that, you know, they both had very good reviews. They did the work. And now you're tree free. I'm tree free. The work was fantastic. I had no issues. I would definitely use Home Advisor again. All in all, great experience. Well, now you're going to have to use them to find a fence since you can now see the high school <laughs> once again. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there's a Home Advisor invisibility cloak that can make that high school go away. <laughs> You know, now that we are cranking up air conditioners or getting ready to, we're going to start seeing those electricity bills pretty much shoot right through the roof. And if you've ever wondered when you open that bill, like, how is it possible I used all this electricity? I have the solution. I've installed it in my home. It's called the Sense Home Energy Monitor. And it is definitely the single best way I've found to reduce my electric bill. Now, it's worth $299. We've got one to give away on the show today. You've got to see the video demo. It's at GetSense.com. Go to GetSense.com. But the way this works is it's installed into your main electric panel and starts to communicate with you via an app and tells you what's on, what's off. It tells you how much energy you're using for the appliances it discovers. It can do that like all by itself. And you'll have much more information to know what's happening with your house. You can also use it to spot unusual activities. Like let's say it's not been raining, your sump pump's going on all the time, and you're not home. Well, maybe your water heater broke. You know what I mean? I mean, it just gives you this information. And most importantly, once you know where those energy guzzlers are, you can do something about it. That website, again, is GetSense.com. Take a look at this thing. It's really amazing, and you'll understand how it works. We're giving one away today on the show, though, to one caller, drawn at random. If if you'd like to win the Sense Home Energy Monitor from GetSense.com, call us right now at 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. Well, most of us are going to take some sort of vacation this summer, and you shouldn't have to spend it wondering whether your empty house is safe. So we've made a checklist. You want to make sure your home stays safe while you're away? Let's do the following, guys. First of all, you want to shut off the main water valve. First of all, this is something you should know where it is in your house. It should be labeled for everybody to know simply where it is in the event of a water break emergency. But if you shut it off while you're away, should any of those things happen, like a pipe bursting or something you'll know that there's not going to be every ounce of water that your entire village has running through your house. 
Yeah, absolutely. Now, also, you want to drain the toilets. That's in case of anything in the toilets happen to leak. And that's actually even more important in the winter for winter vacations because water in the toilets will freeze and basically break the toilets. But keeping in that water category, you also want to turn off your water heater. So if it's electric, just turn off the breaker at the main panel. Or if it's gas, turn the gas valve down to like the pilot light setting. So it's not off all the way. It'll be easy to turn back on when you get home, but you won't be wasting all that gas in the process. Next, you want to sort of check out your circuit breaker. Hopefully, everything's labeled so you know what things are controlling. If you've got a circuit labeled, you know, living room, television, and stereo, you can turn that off. You don't need it. But fridge, freezer, heating system, keep those things on. So non-essentials you can turn off. Essential ones obviously keep functioning. Yeah, it's also a good idea to disconnect anything that's plugged in that you don't need. So like when we go away, well, we use power strips. We turn those all off. But, you know, unplugging TVs and clock radios and you know table lamps, any of that kind of stuff you just don't need to have power onto, just disconnect it. If the power is disconnected, nothing can possibly happen. Turn down your temperature on your air conditioning. Make sure those lights are on timers. And this is important, lock up. It's really interesting, Leslie, when you look at this, the uh, surveys of how burglars get into the house, so many times it's through an open door, an open window, because people just don't lock it. It sounds like so obvious, but people apparently in large numbers do not lock up their homes. It's amazing to me. We have some very good friends. I won't say their name because they don't lock the door to their house like ever. They will be on vacation for a week and they'll be like, hey, can you swing by the house and do X, oh, no y, problem. And the door's open. Sure. Where's the key? <laughs> oh, door's open. Yeah. But you're in another state <laughs> for a week. All right. Well, good luck. Finishing this up, you also want to keep the trees trimmed, the bushes trimmed, so you're not uh, causing any areas that are kind of obstructed, like where burglars can kind of work in secret. Speaking of secret, you know those secret places that people hide keys, like hollow rocks? Guess what? What? Everybody knows about those. Burglars have Amazon (laughs) accounts, too. They know about hollow rocks, so don't do that. And they don't really look like real rocks. They don't look like real rocks. They look like, pick me up, here's my key. And finally, notify police. A lot of police departments are very good about protecting homes while you're away, and they'll do an extra patrol. They'll do a drive-by. They'll do a drive-by. You know, we've had the cops alert us when there was an extra car in our driveway that wasn't supposed to be there when we were away. What was the car? Well, the car was our neighbor, and they were perfectly welcome to park there, and they knew we were away. But, of course, it you know triggered the alert right. from the police. They were watching that. So... You know, all good stuff to think about. We want to make sure that you come back healthy and relaxed and not stressed out when you find out your house was broken into or the mechanical burglars got into there and (laughs) caused leaks and all kinds of mess. So just keep those things in mind when you go away. We've got a complete checklist, by the way, on how to make sure your home stays safe while you're away on moneypit.com. Hey, when it comes to choosing which home improvement projects you should be doing, picking one with a good return on investment is really important. But did you ever wonder which improvements deliver the least? The answer will surprise you, and that's next. The Money Pit is presented by HomeAdvisor.com. Whether it's minor repairs or major remodels, leave it to HomeAdvisor to do the work check out homeadvisor.com. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And we'd love to hear what you're doing around your Money Pit. Give us a call right now at one Money Pit, presented by Home Advisor. They really have the best local pros for any home service. 
That's right. doesn't matter what the project is. They make it fast and easy to find top-rated pros. And there are no membership fees. It's 100% free to use at HomeAdvisor.com. All right. Don't forget, post your questions in the Money Pit community section as well. Now, I've got one here from Mina who writes, What can I do to repair spider vein-looking cracks around my ceramic bathtub and what's causing them? Well, those tiny cracks around your drain, Mina, is basically the tub finish or glaze breaking down. Now, you have a couple of options. You, of course, could replace the entire tub, which is a major renovation. You could reglaze it, which is possibly a DIY project or one that can be done by a pro, but it's not a long-term solution. And i got to tell you, it's a heck of a nasty process, especially when the pros do it. You really don't want to even be in the house when that happens because trying to get new finish to adhere that old is just a really big job. And the third option is to install a tub insert. There are companies that make inserts that drop into existing tubs and sort of reline the entire surface. They're, they're beautiful, uh, but I think they're just slightly less expensive than tearing out the entire bathroom because they're pretty expensive, I think, for, for what you get. Uh, and then there's always option number four. Live with it. You know, I mean, nobody's really going to see that except for you. And we get that it bugs you, but it's kind of a really expensive thing to fix for a pretty minor visual inconvenience. All right. Next up, I've got a post here from Jeff who writes, Tom, Leslie, I need your help. Is there any way to remove oil-based paint from a fabric car seat? Oh, I got it on the back of my jacket, didn't realize it, and then drove my girlfriend's car. (laughs) She's probably mad. (laughs) Wow. I hope she's an understanding lady because I don't have good news for you. It's really hard. I mean, getting oil-based paint out of anything is hard, but fabric, it's nearly impossible after it dries. If it hadn't already dried, you could have applied a solvent. Um, you know, spray nine, by the way, is a, is a type of cleaning fluid that works pretty well as well. But once that oil paint is dry, man, it's really hard to get out. You probably might want to think about having that seat recovered. You could take it to a, to a, a body shop and have them put new fabric down. That might be the best solution. I don't think you're going to be able to remove it. I just don't. If you're not already engaged, you should probably propose. That'll make her forget all about the car seat or any, you know. Flowers, something. (laughs) (laughs) Well, getting the best value out of every home improvement dollar you spend is important, but there are some improvements that deliver a lower return on investment than others, one of which is a home office. Leslie has details in today's edition of Leslie's Last Word. Leslie? Yeah, you know what? It's interesting. You hear more and more that people are working from home, and certainly companies are making it easier for people to have a remote office, but that doesn't always mean that they're working from a home office. So much mobile technology is available to everybody these days that working from home can actually mean that you're at a park bench or on a lounge chair or sitting on your deck or anything but actually at a desk inside of your house. But Guys, it also turns out that building a home office delivers a terrible return on investment. An average home office remodel can cost $30,000, which is money you are not going to recoup. So while it's great to have a dedicated workspace, you need to make sure that that space can be used as an additional bedroom, a playroom, a multi-purpose space, whatever else it can be used for, just not so specifically designed and renovated that the only use is an office, especially if you're thinking of putting your house on the market. So be careful, be creative, absolutely work from home, but let that room multitask just like you do. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. Coming up next time on the program, summer storms are on their way, which means power outages are right behind. We're going to have tips on how to make sure your house stays lit when the rest of the neighborhood goes dark 
on the very next edition of The Money Pit. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. You live in a money pit. Thanks to State Farm for supporting this show and helping our listeners protect their businesses and lives. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today.